Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Who else has tried FabFitFun? If you don't already know what it is, it's a seasonal box with full-size, yes, I said full-size, beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. The box I received is incredible. Each season's box features a variety of amazing brands like Tarte, Kate Somerville, Free People, Dr. Brandt. I mean, that's just the beginning of it. And you guys, these sell out super duper fast. I also recommend this as a gift for Mother's Day coming up or for a girlfriend or any holiday. We love to receive these boxes. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use code Kim so that you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. And these boxes, you guys have a value of over $200. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use code Kim. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Happy Easter. Happy Monday. Happy Happy. Easter. How was your Easter yesterday, everybody? We had a really good Easter, didn't we, babe? It was amazing. It was super fun. Sunny, finally warmed up. The sun was like, like a warm blanket. Oh, my God. We turned our heater on in our pool, which is... I mean, so mucho dinero to do, right? I mean, it's just nuts because the pool is like 10 feet deep on one side. But it's worth it because it's been kind of chilly here. It's been really rainy. So the pool was like kind of warm, but yet still refreshing today. Yesterday, what a ding dong. Yesterday, the Easter Bunny came to the house. And oh, disclaimer, hold on. If your child is listening, we'll give you five seconds to turn this off. No, I'm I'm not going to say anything inappropriate. Oh, okay. Well, maybe just in case. The Easter Bunny came to our house. They looked everywhere for their baskets. It's really cute to see them um, get frustrated like KJ. If he doesn't find his basket first, he's mad as hell. Um, and then who's ever basket, you know, is a boy or whatever. He, it's my basket anyway. It's like, no, it probably says somebody's name somewhere on that basket, son. So um, I had the Easter Bunny. Uh, he he came to the house a couple years ago, right? I guess three, four years ago now. Corey thought that was so weird. So weird. I don't know why. I always have pictures of me throughout the years with the Easter Bunny. Why is that weird? I don't know. He's like, that's this is the weirdest thing ever. I thought it was so ever. cute. I didn't even. I didn't even know. I mean, to me, the Easter Bunny was a myth. Like we never, you never got to see the Easter Bunny. He he came and it's did like his thing. Santa. And he came and did his thing and disappeared. But yeah, we still see Santa in the mall and stuff. Like he he does his rounds before. Just like the Easter Bunny's in the mall up north. Not where I was from. Never once saw an Easter Bunny. That's hysterical. Yeah. So when you said there was an Easter Bunny that was showing up i said what he thought that was very strange bizarre so i have just one photo with the easter bunny <laughs> since the kids have been born the littles and um 
yeah, he thinks that's very weird. Yeah. We also do an Easter egg hunt, um, and there'll be a golden egg with some money in it. So Brielle and Ariana really get involved in that because they want to find the money. Right. Um, the, the boys do too now, and he because because they have the, the school store. Mm-hmm. They have a store at their school that right at carpool where you drop them off the store is right there so on fridays the store is open and you can buy like pencils erasers anything i mean yeah. what do you call them like snap bracelets uh-huh. yeah, little trinkets little, yeah little fun so little why don't you tell them the story about when you gave them like ten dollars and kj and cash had to split go it? go ahead so and this and this is the this is the story that changed it all so you tell them the story then i'll tell well, you then I, I'll tell i vaguely them. remember some of it i know that cash and kj had to split the ten dollars right right so typically i i have i had like couple one dollar bills maybe i give them some quarters rarely have i had to give one of the kids like a five dollar bill and tell them to split it right because they all four get to show up at the at the window so then they'll all pick something out typically kj is kind of the one managing in the situation because he obviously knows his money now and and kind of knows the value of it what he can and can't do because adding and subtracting cash is not far behind but still a little bit unsure so he will manage so i had to hand on this $5 bill, or I have in the past. And I think this day I actually had to do a $10 bill. And I said, please don't spend it all and make sure that everybody gets something. KJ, and he says, yeah, fine, dad. Great, great. Love you. Bye. And he always runs out of the car as fast as he can. Especially he on to, Fridays morning, and yeah. Friday mornings. He wants to get in there, get in line. He's always worried, stressed out. He's not going to get to class on time, even though he's freaking there 30 minutes before school starts. So he runs out. And so Cash is following behind because he doesn't think KJ is going to give him anything. And Kane and Kai are chasing each other, knocking each other out of the door. And so day's over. They get in the car or they get home that day. And... Uh, I say, you know, hey, wh- where's where's the money? And <laughs> KJ says, I don't know. I I I got what I wanted and spent like two dollars, Dad, and I gave it to Cash. And so I said, Cash, where's the money? Yeah. And KJ what did he said say? he spent it all. KJ had yeah. already told me that he had spent it all. KJ's like, you know, um, I said, Cash is where's the money? He had six dollars left or something. Yeah. And Cash is like, Oh, I, I spent it. <laughs> KJ's like, All six dollars. Yeah, all six dollars. Dad told you not to do that. Like he was so stressed out, <laughs> so stressed out. I could not stop laughing. What's funny is that Natalie Tomlinson, when she did a reading for me back, I don't even know years, years ago, ago yeah. she said to me, and um, I'm actually having a reading with her this week, which is really exciting. But anyway, she said to me, I see this so clearly that cash is always going to be asking KJ for money. Hey, man, I got a date tonight. Can I have 50 bucks? And KJ's gonna be like, for what? He's like, my date. I need a dinner. KJ's like, fine. You're going to promise you're going to pay me back? I promise you. And cash will never pay him back. <laughs> KJ, I need $100 tonight, man. I'm going to the movies and I'm taking this other girl out and can I have it? KJ's like, no, you never pay me. I promise I'm going to pay you back. He doesn't pay him back. She said cash will never pay KJ back. Yeah. And KJ's going to get so mad because he saves all of his money, knows exactly how much he has. He wants to save, save, save. And cash just wants to spend, spend, spend. So it kind of made me laugh that like we're already dealing with this. It's amazing. And it's just hysterical. It's hysterical. Well, so so I said to cash, I said, cash, man, I, I, I said, I, I didn't want you to spend it all. And he kind of, you know looked at me and he was so excited with all he had a whole freaking front pocket full of his backpack full of pencils and little foam things and squishies and he was so excited he, he had all these little toys i said all right kind of let that be so then a, a week the week goes by the next friday i don't think maybe they i don't think it was open or something it was a short day holiday or something 
And so they were asking about the money. I said, now we're going to switch this up. And they're like, what do you you mean? What do you mean? I said, we'll talk about it later. So they kind of asked me for a couple of days. I said, okay, here's how it's going to go down. I said, you guys, they've been helping and, and they're little, right? So when I say they help, like I'll say, Hey, you know, you guys pick up your toys and they do, or here, grab, go dad, go grab mom and dad a diet Coke, uh, you know, from the back fridge or, you know, go take the garbage out. KJ will do it or break these boxes down. They'll do it. Or I've never really acknowledged that effort and that work with money. So I said, we're going to start doing that now. I said, so you guys are going to, if you guys want money on Fridays, I said, I want to see not only a smile on your face when I ask you to do something, which they typically do. Sometimes they're like, tell cash to do it or something like that. And I'll be like, uh, uh, and then they'll do it. But so I said, I want to see a smile on your face every time I ask to do something. And then I also want to see you guys start to take initiative. So if you see that the garbage is, is full, don't stick your water bottle on it and try to shut the dang door, grab it out and take it out. Let me, let me see that. Or if you see an empty box, break it down. Or if you see water on the floor, go grab a paper towel, wipe it up. You know, like I want to start seeing initiative and whoever I think has done the most initiative will get money for the Friday store and the other ones maybe won't or maybe will or they'll get less and we're going to start working and having having some extra spending money and that's how you're going to get your money that first day oh man they were on top of it cash had a paper towel in his hand he was wiping doorknobs and i'm yep. you know the next day and eh, yep. haven't, haven't seen anything else that's happen hysterical. outside of asking them to do something but i've seen some good smiles and they're always really willing to help so that's good but uh we haven't had a chance to give them their allowance yet because they've had like short days are off on the Fridays since we implemented this. Yeah. So I think this coming Friday will be the first Friday. It's just funny. Yeah. It cracks me the hell up. So, I can but, totally see cash always. Hey yeah. man, I need some money, KJ. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes down. It'll be very funny. Yeah. You guys, I have to tell you, I am a new Instacart member and I'm obsessed. My groceries are delivered in as little as an hour or at a time that works for me. I can play with my kids. I can call my girlfriends. I can go out and play with my dogs. They have exclusive coupons. I mean, I'm obsessed with Instacart. It's become like a regular thing, an almost daily thing for me. The other perks are no sitting in traffic, looking for parking or waiting in the checkout line. Let me tell you guys how it works. You choose get the app or go to instacart.com and shop the groceries you need from your favorite local local retailers. Instacart shops for you. Your shopper gathers all of your groceries with care by selecting excellent produce and contacting you if necessary. What's really cool is that yesterday my organic pears were out of stock and they sent me a text message and asked if I could approve. Instacart delivers. Your groceries will arrive in as little as one hour or at the time that you selected. The items that are hot will stay hot and the items that are cold will stay cold. Try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter my promo code house at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter my code house, instacart.com or through the mobile app with code house at checkout. Okay, you guys, what's your favorite Easter candy, Croy? Oh my goodness. Well, I know my least favorite is Peeps. Those things are, those are disgusting. disgusting. They're disgusting. What are those? Uh, it's, it's some sort of marshmallow, but it's dipped in sugar, but it's not really marshmallow. I, I don't know. It's gross. They're nasty. I agree. Probably a favorite would be, uh, oh, uh, the little Cadbury candy-coated chocolate eggs. Yep. yep. I bought them those in my Instacart yep. delivery, and um, 
He loves those. They're and fantastic. They taste like shit to me. So uh, my favorite is Cadbury eggs, which Corey thinks is disgusting. It's absolutely gross. And I absolutely love them. And I also what is love- even inside that? Who cares? What is it? Sugar. Who cares? Be quiet. Don't <laughs> ruin my vibe. It's like, it's like a- be quiet. I don't even know. Like, Who what cares? Is it? Is you it don't like have to eat it. Shut up. La, 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 la. I'm not listening. You're not going to ruin it for me. You're not going to ruin it. I buy about 100 <laughs> Cadbury eggs so that I can have them for the next month and a half, and then I'm done. Disgusting. And my kids are always on the hunt for them because they know how much I love them. But I also love the big ass Reese's peanut butter cups, anything, the bunnies, the huge oh. eggs. When the day that I had like my God. vein removed or whatever, we stopped at Publix to get a sub, and I bought the big Easter egg. It's got to be about two inches high by about four inches long oh. and i'm in the car and he's like are you f- kidding me <laughs> like i'm just diving into this big ass bowl of peanut butter oh. egg that is i actually didn't like as much i didn't like all the chocolate that was there it was like a pretty thick amount of chocolate which Corey actually likes i just wanted to just eat all that peanut butter oh. i absolutely absolutely love it but God. but if if you're throwing it if well Easter's over, unfortunately. For next year, you're throwing an Easter party, an Easter get-together. You can take those bunnies and those eggs, and you can slice them and, and kind of lay them out on a little platter for people to pick at. You know what's you funny slice them with a is, knife. yeah, um, Chris Jenner cool. posted the other day, I don't know if it was Saturday, or um, like her table decorated mm-hmm. for Easter. It was so friggin' beautiful. Yeah. Like, I need to know where Chris Jenner gets all her energy because- She's got little helpers. Yeah, I guess you're right. Little minions. She probably yeah. does. Yeah. I guess we need to get a few because yeah. this is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Our daughters help a lot. Those are yeah. our little minions, I right. guess. Yeah. Okay, you guys, don't forget this Friday, don't be tardy, the our, our reunion per se, mm-hmm. uh, 9, 8 Central on Bravo. It's officially the very last episode of Don't Be Tardy this year, which is very sad. And we're looking forward to hopefully a season eight, which will be very, very um, exciting and fun. I can't believe Easter's over. The kids are only in school for like, another month i turned 41 may 19th i'm trying to get my husband to take me to the beach just him and i i'm I'm like trying i'm forcing and trying to figure out how we could do this because our schedules are so nuts and then you know we have a couple months off and then the kids are in kindergarten third and second grade like isn't life just literally flying by it is it's crazy to me that we're third grade it's april 22nd like what yeah I don't even How? know. I don't know. And this is going to be the, like, you know, I hope this month will actually last nine months because turning 41 is like still, I mean, oh my God, I can't believe it. 41. Thankful for well, hey, it, but. Be thankful you're no longer 40. Why? Because you dreaded being 40. So now you're not 40 anymore. It just it goes downhill from here. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, you guys, our positive segment. I get a lot of uh, emails and stuff about people wanting to us to continue reading that book. And remember, we talked about we weren't sure if people were into the whole book, The Seven Steps of, um, I can see the front cover of it. Uh, we were, about the marriage. Yeah. Yeah, of I course, yes. Seven step. I can't think of the name of it right now off the top of my head. Anyways, okay. and a lot of people actually really enjoyed it, so yeah. I figured I'd take some things off the internet. This is actually taken directly from the internet, so I will be reading, t- in essence, third person. But um, So, yeah, how to revive your relationship when it's on life support. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. When I'm looking for positive segments for you guys, it's funny how I end up here because I was looking for something completely different online and and I found this and I thought, well, you know what? Since everybody wants to talk about the marriage book, maybe this can help people. So anyways, um, this is written from a, a doctor named Brian. He has a PhD. It's how to revive your relationship. What's on life support steps to take when the vices outweigh the virtues. 
So this is actually him talking, not me. If you're like me, you were swept off your feet when you met the love of your life. You swooned, your heart leaped, and your beloved virtues stood out from the vices. Then all while in a relationship, you start to see the flip side of the coin and all the vices that bug you. Maybe you think to yourself, boy, has she changed or he's not the same man I used to know. But the truth is that she hasn't changed and he's exactly the same man. You're just starting to see the other side. Things that cause conflict in an intimate relationship are often the flip flip side of things that are that you're originally attracted to think about it this way virtues contain vices strength contains willingfulness stability contains control spontaneity contains abandon you get a package deal when virtues get carried to excess you get vices hence conflict are you i found this so interesting you guys are you a rock or a bird are you ready for this, Corey? Okay. Whether you're in the same whether you're in a same sex or opposite sex relationship, opposites really do attract. This is so crazy. It's not about gender; it's about personality. When we first met, my spouse described me as "quote unquote" in charge, stable, organized, solid, and serious. After seven years together, don't let anyone tell you there's no such thing as a seven-year itch. There was another version: controlling, rigid, inflexible workaholic. Here's why: in most intimate relationships, one party is a rock and one is a bird. Rocks are closed books; they play their cards close to their chest, keep their feet firmly planted on the ground, are organized, logical, unemotional, and usually have things under control. Birds are open books; they show their cards. They could care less about order and organization. They're more emotional. They're more playful, spontaneous, flexible, and they just kind of like to flow with the moment. They're often more creative and more intuitive than rocks. These differences can be sources of major conflict, but they don't have to be. When you look at the differences as complementary, it may be a match made in heaven. Who's the rock? Who's the bird here? <laughs> huh? You think I'm a bird? I don't know. I am. For you sure. You think I'm a rock? Yeah, for sure. What? Although I think... I'm a bird. You're not a bird. I'm you a have bird. a couple of birds. Let me look back at this paper, piece <laughs> of fucking paper. Okay, so I definitely think that you are in charge, stable, organized, solid, and serious. And I think you flow with the moment. I think, I think that I'm definitely more emotional, more playful, more spontaneous, more intuitive, and more creative, yeah. making me the bird. Right. For sure. You're more of the bird in the relationship. But I think we both have qualities right. of both. No, I, I But do you're too. probably, it's like 60 40. You're yeah. 60 40 right. bird. I'm 60 40 rock. Right. Or 70 30, maybe. Who knows? I just thought that was so funny. That's funny. Okay, okay so keep going. A match made in heaven? Seriously? I can see you guys rolling your eyes now. But my long term relationship is proof. The truth is that one style is not better or more right than the other. Both bird and rocks play important roles and bring necessary attributes for a very balanced relationship. The rock provides stability and the bird provides levity. Two rocks would sink from the intensity and two birds would fly off into the wild blue yonder with nobody taking care of business. So believe it or not, the rock and the bird are a union made in heaven. One, if you're willing to see someone, some value in your partner's style, instead of thinking it's your way or their highway, you'll notice less tension between the two of you. Number two, if you're willing to look for virtues contained in your partner's vices and to round out yourself by incorporating some of those virtues into yourself, you'll make a big step in improving your relationship. Your partner is your teacher and you can learn a lot about yourself from this quote unquote tormentor. I'm much more lighthearted and flexible than I used to be, and my spouse is much more organized and reasonable. I challenge you to look at your mate differently today. The following exercise can help you find your mirror message and show you what to do with it. Number one, identify who's the rock and the bird. We just did, kind of. Two, make a list of your mate's polar opposite, his or her vices that quote-unquote bug you. Three, Extract the positive qualities or virtues contained in each vice on your list and write them beside each of the vices. For example, if he's a perfectionist, he might be accomplished or people may look up to him. If he doesn't plan ahead, perhaps she's mindful of living in the moment and she doesn't worry about her future. Four, pinpoint the mirror message, the flip, the flip side of yourself that you disown or never developed that can, that can complete you and make you 
very well-rounded. For example, if he's a perfectionist and you're more of a procrastinator, the mirror message might be that you need to step up your game. If he, if she doesn't plan ahead and you're on the fast track, the mirror message might be that you need to put on the brakes and live more in the present. You guys following me here? Number five, put a check mark by each mirror message trait that you can start to develop within your own self. Number six, give this exercise to your main squeeze and have him or or her do the following same steps. After both of you have completed this exercise, you might be surprised at how much more you appreciate the relationship and how much more cohesive it actually is. After all, that's why opposites really do attract, to bring a wholeness and a balance to each other. Once you start to look at the differences as a plus instead of a minus, you'll inject less conflict and more harmony into your relationship. Love it. What do you think of that, baby cakes? I think that's absolutely fantastic and couldn't be uh, more true for people who are opposites. You know, like... It's great, great advice, and we've talked a lot on this podcast about manifestation and and perspective and emotions and positivity and reducing negativity. You can connect everything that that he wrote about to all those tools, and a a lot of marriage and relationships and growing with somebody, it's perspective, you know, and your partner has a perspective and you have a perspective. You can have a negative perspective of your partner because it irritated you or they've, they've done some harm or they've, they've really bothered you. Or you can have a positive perspective because you choose to or because they're, they're kind and they're, and you guys are in a great place and it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's really good. So if you're in a positive perspective because your, your spouse is doing everything right, that's fabulous and you should try to stay there. If you're in a positive perspective because you're choosing to have a positive perspective because you maybe are in a bad place, but you're trying to repair your marriage. Again, you're in control of your thoughts and what you see and how you perceive something. So like they said, if they're always so punctual and we got to be on time and, and it's so frustrating to you, you know, maybe you should take into consideration that that's how they see life and that's what they want to uh, portray to other people is, is a punctual person and, all different kinds of things. Whereas to you, it's not as important and you're kind of more fly by the seat of your pants right. and, and you show up and when you show up, it's great. When you, if you don't, you don't. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, and so, but there can be, there can be greatness in both of those, you know, and, and there's a good things with being punctual and there's good things with being, uh, not so punctual because maybe by not showing up somewhere, you ended up in a place where you met your next connection that, that, burst it open your life and I think a funny a funny thing about Croy and I is you know I I definitely have ADD and I can you know answer the phone write down on a piece of paper eat I could do a hundred different things at one time right which is great I'm thankful for that quality I also half the time don't even hear what people are saying to me because my brain is just constantly on overdrive Croy on the other hand can do one thing like a mate give it give, he gives one thing a hundred percent so now i've learned that about him which i can so appreciate so that way if he maybe doesn't answer if he's at the baseball game and or field on the baseball field and i'm you know on my way or something and need to ask him about something and he doesn't answer it's like well i'm sure he's just totally focused on baseball or you know um all of the work stuff related that he's been managing and dealing with is done so thoroughly there's no question that these contracts or things that we're dealing with um are done you know, a hundred percent me, I would read like part of a contract and skip the next six, you know, paragraphs and sign them on the and move on, you know? So I'm, it's very funny, but sometimes I'm like, Croy, Croy, like I'm literally in his office, but he, he doesn't respond. (laughs) I'm like, did you hear me, baby? He's like, yeah, yeah, I heard you. No, you didn't. You didn't hear me. But 
it's funny because I appreciate that because he gets so much work done in a day because he f- completes each one where I tend to start a lot and don't finish any. So I think it's funny though, but it, for it, you know, as, as we spent more time together, I'm like, Croy, honey. And I expected him to kind of respond. You expect people to, I think to be like you, mm-hmm. and that's just a natural expectation. And when there's something that's so drastic, like me being able to do a million things at once and you really being able, not, you could probably do a few things at once, but you really focus on one, you know, uh, I can appreciate it now, but I think it's funny. And it, it's something that I deal with daily because I'll just say like, what do you want for dinner? And if he's in the middle of doing something, a contract or building something or getting the boys dressed for baseball, you know, he won't even hear me. Swear to God. Right. I don't take it personal anymore. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. (laughs) That's fabulous. Well, thank you, my love. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate your understanding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ever finish a workout feeling sore, too exhausted to function, ready to collapse on the couch with six hours of Netflix and turn your ringer off? That's not the point of working out, but it's often the result, but not with Pevolve. Pevolve is a completely science-backed method that will help you achieve this beautiful natural muscle tone you're looking for and feel your best while doing it. Pevolve is the opposite of a grueling, high-impact, painful workout. The Pevolve method is based on mastering practice movements that activate hard-to-reach muscles so that you can create visible results in less time using less energy. And over 97% of the women who have tried the P-Ball, a revolutionary inflatable ball and an elastic band, found it effective in targeting thighs, butt, and ab muscles within two weeks. Stream workouts ranging from 15 to 60 minutes with new classes each week on the P-Ball app or online. Download the app, watch tutorials, and see dozens of before and after pictures, and then try P-Ball free for one month. Plus, get 20% off the P-Ball at pvolve.com slash KimZ2. This is the best deal they have anywhere. Get a free trial for one month and 20% off the P-Vol at pvolve.com slash Kim Z2. P-V-O-L-V-E dot com slash Kim Z2. We'll be right back with House of Kim. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now on Podcast One. Could this be a serial killer? You'd never think it could happen in a community like this. Cold Case Files, Season 4. The case would take several twists and turns. I mean, you're kind of, in essence, looking for a needle in a haystack. Based on the hit A&E television program. Now it starts to fit. The discovery will seal the fate of a serial killer. So I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. She just screams and pleads for her life. Get new episodes of Cold Case Files every Tuesday on Podcast One. And now back to House of Kim. You know, again, I I was having a a conversation with you the other night, and maybe we can share this when Ariana uh, pops on with us at some point. But I was trying to explain to Kim my perspective on on life in general and relationships and connections with people. and, And sometimes relationships last a lifetime. Sometimes they last a season. Sometimes they last a couple seasons, a couple years, you know, and you have to understand that each and every person that you interact with is their own entity and they are unique in every single way in the way they look, their fingerprints, the way they think the experiences, the way they've been raised, all these different things have had an effect on this person and how they are looking at life and the lens that they see life through and how they handle every situation, stress, adversity, happiness, joy, sorrow, anger, Everybody's going to handle those things differently and they may handle situations better than you do. And if you're open to always learning and always being a sponge and taking in 
people's perspectives, then both sides will definitely be happy. This can be a struggle too. If, if, if one partner in, in a relationship and it's on life support is not open to anything, they're just, they're saying F- it. They don't want to be a part of it. And the other one is, is trying to fix it and can be very, very challenging because you want both sides to work together. And he explained that both sides have to try and exercise together. But if that one person is not trying that exercise, Still, if you are the one trying this exercise, still try it because your partner may see that little flicker of light or that flicker of hope. They may see that olive branch that you're offering to them and say, look, I understand you. I see your perspective. I see how you do this, which can then start the flood and start the flow of both sides coming together with positivity. So don't lose hope if you're the only one at this point trying this exercise. Try it. And they you'd be really surprised at what just projecting positivity and projecting openness and understanding and learning to one person will open them up to heal and, and, and create more intimacy. So I have some, I have 10 proven ways that you can increase intimacy as well. So this is to add to what I was just talking to you guys about. Number one is disclose more to feel closer. Intimacy is a process of discovery with another over time though, without continued attentiveness, it's easy to lose that urge to keep discovering all there is to know about one another. Individuals that psychologists have dubbed openers have intimate conversations with others because something about them encourages disclosure. Those who don't open up or make it easy for others to do so known as high self motivators have a more difficult time with close relationships. Number two, make time for deeply emotional conversations. These are among the times people feel closest. When we share our thoughts at the end of the day, one woman said, when we're lucky enough to be able to do that, it feels very intimate. Number three, do something new or big together. One woman shared instances where she and her partner felt closest, including when they have a productive talk about something upon which they disagree, but also important, she told me, which is the article that I'm reading, is when we produce something together, raising of the cats, doing something really nice for friends or family, like when we're in sync about that, let's just do such and such for so-and-so. Four, relish the routine. When we're new to one another, whatever we learn is unexpected, resulting in intense emotion. Gradually over time, we become more predictable to one another, but there's a positive side to this predictability. Um, It leads to intimacy, and the partners are so connected with each other that the one doesn't recognize that the other is there, just as the air we breathe can be taken for granted despite its necessity to live. Five, shake up the routine. According to Sternberg, who's the psychologist, our interactions and our close relationships tend to go along in well worn grooves called scripts per se. Most emotion is a result of some interruption of the script. Keep doing the same old thing and you experience no emotion, but stop what you've always done and suddenly someone feels. Sternberg says you can find out if a relationship is quote unquote live by generating something unexpected, such as one of you going away out of town or going on a vacation to a new place together. But sometimes it takes extreme action to realize how much intimacy there is or was. Why not plan for an occasional minor interruption so you don't need a major one to wake you up? Number six, make it harder to walk away. When the marriage of Susan Tyler Hitchcock and her husband was stagnating, they made a family project of a year-long sailing trip in the Caribbean. Wow, that sounds cool. (laughs) As soon as they made the commitment and began planning the extensive journey, they felt pulled together. Susan said their pattern of their expressing anger or disappointment and him withdrawing was broken. Also, her habit had to become terrified of confrontation, figuring she'd been pushing too hard and dropped the conversation altogether. In the confines of a sailboat, neither of them could just walk away, and they learned to talk at a deeper, more honest level. Number seven, ensure that it's safe to be open. What if you are part of a mismatched couple where you crave a deeper level of communication, a communicative openness than your partner ever will? Comfort levels will, with verbal sharing, typically do increase. We'll practice an emotionally safe context. So continue to work at becoming a non judgmental listener. Eight, consider whether you're a better match than you think. 
People vary as to how much intimacy they require to avoid loneliness or how much they can tolerate before feeling saturated. Those with stronger needs will work harder to ensure intimate contact with their partners by listening more closely and encouraging their partners to be more expressive. If the need is weaker, then there will be a weaker correlation between intimacy and the relationship satisfaction. In other words, if you don't crave the level of total closeness I'm talking about here, you probably won't mind if your partner isn't that keen or sharing his or her own um, inner life or inner thoughts. Nine, give credit where credit is due. The free and easy talker can learn to recognize and give credit to a partner's preferred motive expression. Some individuals equate communication with intimacy. Intimacy. In one study, more than two-thirds of divorced couples said they didn't get the level of conversation that they expected in their marriages. The women especially complained they wanted to talk about negative as well as positive, and they especially wanted to talk about work, but the give and take, quote-unquote, the emotional exchange they sought was missing. 10. Intimacy is more than words or sex. Only a third of the divorced men in the sample above said that they didn't find the in- emotional intimacy they wanted. What some of them missed, though, was their wives being there for them in, quote-unquote, much fuller ways. They wanted concrete demonstration of intimacy, such as being kissed or asked how they are at the end of the day and being greeted with open arms at the door. As long as the less articulate demonstrate their love in their own way, they deserve credit for their thoughtful behavior as well as extra patience and understanding on the part of the talk deprived. So these are just some ways to also, you know, uh, proven ways to increase your intimacy in a relationship. So do the first, you know, part, see who's the bird, who's the rock and get into all that. And then you can guys can kind of create more intimacy, which I think is very important. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Never assume you make an ass out of you and me. That's my saying. Yep. So that just pissed me off because you stole it. And I'm there just kidding. Go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> love it. That's why you supplement me, my love. <laughs> and, you know, so never assume and just communicate. You know, like you can't read somebody's mind. I don't, always think I can read everybody's mind, don't by the way. Don't be afraid to just express your thought or, or your desire or your want or your need because your partner may have no clue that that's going through your mind. And once they do, they'll step up and they'll recognize it and they'll say, you know, I'm sorry I, I let you down. I had no clue or whatever it is. Sorry I didn't know that or sorry I wasn't paying attention to that or communicate, 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 talk, talk, talk. The more you talk, the better it seems to be. So you guys, I am obsessed with my third love t-shirt bra. It fits me perfectly and it looks great under a t-shirt. Let me tell you guys about third love. Third love uses data point generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. And I can totally vouch for that. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. Skip the trip, find your fit with Third Love's online fit finder order and try it at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. You guys, they have a fit finder quiz right there online. You answer a few simple questions to find your fit in less than 60 seconds. Over 12 million women have taken this quiz to date. It's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. Hands down, the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. Straps that don't slip and tagless labels so there's absolutely no itching. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for every woman. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash Kim now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Kim for 15% off today. Okay, you guys, on to our golden nugget. It's the Golden Nugget. You win. I am so excited because today, Cab Cosmetics has launched our highlighters and our blush palettes. Yahoo! So we are so excited. We have worked so hard, you guys, on these the last uh, several months, and they're really, really beautiful, um, limited quantities. Uh, so we have a couple highlighter 
kits and then we have three blush kits. So we have a buttercream glow me up, which is the highlighter. And then we also have sugar rush glow me up, which is also the highlighter. These highlighters are so beautiful. You can use them as like eyeshadow. You can use them as blush. You can use them as just highlighter. Um, they're really one for all and all for one. I mean, kind of thing. They're really awesome. It's amazing. The highlighter multifunctional makeup. It's it's a jelly highlighter, so it's slightly wet but goes on dry. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I love about highlighters throughout the years is that the powdered formula goes on dry, which I love. But I always love the look of kind of more of a wet highlighter. But then I put it on with my beauty blender. It takes off half my damn foundation. I look like an idiot. So. Cab Cosmetics, me and the girls and our business partner, Emma, were on the hunt to create a wet jelly type highlighter that goes on as a powder. So you could have the best of both worlds and we accomplished it and you're going to love it. We also have blush palettes. It's a one of a kind, right? One of a kind. One of a kind. Yeah. We have Cab blush. is the first. Yeah. We're so excited, you guys. Um, we have blush me up palettes, which is our blush. We have cotton candy, vanilla bean, and strawberry shortcake. They all have three little different colors of blushes in their palettes, and they all kind of work together. Really awesome. I recommend the strawberry shortcake for a darker skin tone, for sure. They're darker shades. But I don't know if you guys know this, but kind of the bright pink shade of blush is pretty universal and really um, people tend to think of you more youthfully when they, when they see like pink blush on your cheeks. Um, I used to put so much of this shit on. And Corey's like, I think you got a little too much blush on today. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. Okay. I must have had a Did whole lot that? on. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Um, so for highlighter, you guys, let me tell you the parts that the highlighter should go on. It should go on your cheekbones at the very top of your cheekbones. It should go under your brow bones, uh, under your, under your brow basically on that bone right there your brow Above, hood is you call it the, yeah it's eye? your brown bo- brow what the bone? hell's brow bone, bone. yeah your Good. brow bone um, above your brows as well just lightly to the outer corners of your brows you don't want to like look like a knucklehead uh, down your nose that's how you uh, you know make more of a straight line or if your nose isn't perfectly straight you just put it kind of from where your eyes kind of are down to the tip of your nose and then of course on the tip of your nose will give the illusion of having a smaller tip regardless and then above the center of your lip and lightly on the lip line this is really important and i do this if i'm not wearing any makeup because it gives you your mouth such i don't really have a very prominent cupid's bow like croy or kaya or whatever um so i use that to kind of do that and if you just lightly you can take a fan brush which um we're working on brushes for cab but you can take a fan brush and do that perfectly underneath your nose and over just your top lip slightly you do not want to carry the highlighter to the to the um creases of your mouth basically you just want to keep it basically below your nose a little bit out to the right a little bit out to the left um and that will really accentuate your lips and give them more form as you age you know our lips start to elongate and you can bring that right back up by applying highlighter there so cabcosmetics.com you guys so damn excited about it amazing um yes we have like you know between the lip kits and this and we have so many other new things coming out very soon so we're very thankful for your support but very important if you do nothing else on your face my recommendation is if you want to just do a five minute little application the one thing that i always do is my eyebrows are microbladed so that I don't have to deal with that anymore. So they're pretty perfect when I wake up. 
I do concealer under my eyes, down either side of my nose, on my chin a little bit because it gets a little red. And then I put blush and highlighter and I'm out the door. Um, I will grab a lip gloss or something along those lines or I have one in every single one of my cars just to kind of, because I don't have the time to do my makeup. Like KJ had a play last week at school. We dropped him off at school. By the time we got home, I had a bunch of work to do. I realized, oh my God, it's 9.30. We have to be there at 10. I got 15 minutes to get dressed, put a weave on, honey, and get out the door. So that's just a quick thing to you know, quick thing that you can do to kind of look fresh and more awake. Um, also, the other great thing is just put a little blush on, highlighter, and a pair of glasses, and nobody knows you don't have a full face on. So these blushes are super pigmented to give you really pretty color. What you see is what you get. One of the highlighters, um, the center of the highlighter, I should say, looks a little gray, and it's actually like our favorite color. It actually goes on gold. I'm sure I'm going to get questions about that. So anyways, cabcosmetics.com, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on podcastone.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. The sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are FabFitFun. Go to FabFitFun.com and use coupon code KIM for $10 off your first box. Instacart, get $10 off your first order when you say my code HOUSE at checkout. Pvolve. Try Pvolve for free one month, plus get 20% off the Pvolve when you go to pvolve.com slash kimz2. And Third Love. Go to thirdlove.com slash kim for 15% off today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.